Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm Vernon R.E. Jones, Managing Broker, Owner of Jones Homes, and we service the Seven County, Denver Metro area. Why are fewer investors flipping homes, despite record profits? Well, in a reversal of fortune, home flippers enjoyed their best ever paydays this fall as the pandemic pushed home prices up to new highs. I myself have been a flipper on occasion and I have multiple clients who continue to desire to flip homes. Flippers pocketed an all-time high profit of over 73000 on their initial investments in the third quarter of this year. According to a report that I found from ATTOM Data Solutions, a real estate information company, I've dealt with them before, their information has been pretty accurate. After years of declining profits, typical gains rose for the second quarter in a row. Sledgehammer swinging investors made roughly 19.3% more than they did a year ago. To come up with its findings, ATTOM analyzed sales deeds for properties that were sold twice within a 12-month period. Usually you buy a property as a flipper, close within 30 days, probably 30 to 90 days to finish, and then it's probably sold, especially in this market, within 90 days. So you could cycle through one. Worst case scenario, you know, six, seven months. Best case scenario could be done in 60 days. However, there are some concerns. FHA, Federal Housing Administration guidelines, require that a home not be sold within 90 days of its new ownership. So usually investors are selling properties on the 91st day of ownership after purchasing and remodeling and then putting it on the market. Again, to come up with its findings, ATTOM analyzed sales deeds for properties that were sold within a 12-month period. The profits were the difference between the home's median purchase price and their subsequent median sales price in the third quarter of the year. However, I will say on this report, it does not say or state the average cost of the remodel of the flipper. So these are numbers not based on net. They're based on simply what the purchase, what the flipper bought the property for and what he initially sold it for. And the assumption is, well, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, as a flipper myself, it is varied, the cost to flip a home. Some need less, some need more. Some areas require you to put different more upgraded materials in, others do not. So it's really, really a general overview of what flippers have made. Spurred by low interest rates and a desire for more space, a surge of buyers relatively unscathed by the economic damage resulting from the crisis has expanded the market, raising demand for a dwindling supply of homes. In other words, homes that they may not have regularly bought 
maybe dated, um, exterior, interior issues, and the list could go on. Buyers were more accepting of less desirable conditioned homes because of the lack of inventory. A lot of those buyers, a lot of those houses are what flipper buyers choose to invest in. The spike in the number of regular home buyers combined with the additional factor of folks leaving the cities for the suburbs has resulted in more buyers scooping up properties, leaving less for investors. Investors purchase flips for a median average, this is nationwide, for a cost of 166000 renovated the properties, and sold them for a median average, nationwide again, of 240000 significantly below the national median home price of 348000 which I've gone over with you multiple times this year. However, even as the profit soared, the number of flips fell as the number of homes available for sale plummeted. Well, please understand, 5 to 6% of all home sales are flips. So, and this includes single-family homes and condominiums. Uh, however, in the second quarter, flips made up 6.7% of home sales. So even as we watch inventory drop, the number of opportunity to flip homes drops as well. Where did home flipping profits rise and fall the most? I was glad they had some of this information. Real estate investors made the most money in Texas on home flips. Annual profits soared in Brownsville, Texas, a struggling, more affordable metropolitan area on the U.S.-Mexico border by 182.9% in the third quarter of this year. This metro was followed by the Lone Star capital city of Austin, Texas, where one of my daughters live and my grandkids are near there. Um, a burgeoning tech hub, hub where profits rose over 176%. Next up, back to the Lone Star Tate of Waco, Texas, home of HGTV's home flipping hit Fixer Upper by 157.4%. Springfield, Missouri came in at 145% plus, and Savannah, Georgia came in at 143% plus. On the flip side, where the metros were, returns on investments fell the most. Guess what? Corpus Christi, Texas, back to the Lone Star State, experienced the biggest losses at 77% less gain on the flip than this time last year. Hilton Head, South Carolina, saw profits decline by 72.9%. They dropped in Boulder County by 69.1% compared to last year. In Wilmington, North Carolina, by 58.9%, and South Bend, Indiana, by 54.1%. Again, these numbers do not take into account the cost of the remodel that the flippers paid. I will tell you this, flippers have to deal with rising costs of materials just like any builder would. Of course, we know lumber has gone up when you have to reframe a home, things of that nature, appliances, vanities, all that stuff, but 
the flipper is basically paying the rising cost that most builders cost. Of course, builders can get it slightly cheaper because of the uh, amount they buy. Only metros with at least 50 flips were included. Metros included the main city and the surrounding suburbs and smaller towns and urban areas. Where is home flipping up and down the most? Ironically, home flipping was both up and down the most in some of the smaller secondary cities and surrounding areas that have been attracting new residents due to their affordability. These were the kind of places where folks could often find a home for considerably less than in the bigger cities. The biggest increase in home flipping was in the Davenport, Iowa metropolitan area, where it rose 18.5% in the third quarter of 2020. This metro was followed by, surprisingly, Hilton Head at 16.8%. So although profits dropped in Hilton Head, the amount of flipping rose because obviously more inventory was available. Scranton, Pennsylvania at 12.2%, back to the Lone Star State of Amarillo, Texas at 10.9%, and Kalamazoo, Michigan at 7.7% down compared to this time last year. The biggest drop was in Colleen, Texas, where home flips fell 44.5%. Again, amount of home flips, number of home flips, not profits from home flips fell 44.5% compared to this time last year. Rounding out the top five biggest drops were Savannah, Georgia at minus 43%, York, Pennsylvania at minus 42%, Greeley, Colorado at minus 41.5%, and Springfield, Massachusetts at minus 39.8%. So we see some dichotomy in some of these where the profits declined and the home flipping rose. And then you see some where profits declined and home flipping went up. So various factors affect those numbers and too many to go into in this podcast. Only metros with populations of at least 200,000 residents and 50 home flips in the third quarter were included. Any questions, feel free to call us. Thank you for listening. Our phone number is 303-359-8218. And this is Vernon Jones with Jones Homes. Visit us at www.joneshomesonline.com for news and information and updated knowledge that could benefit your real estate experience. Happy holidays. Be safe. Again. Thank you for listening.